Good afternoon. Take two. Take two, though. Turn the speaker off. So, yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. Go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord, and King. Welcome to Speak Life. Today is August 18th, a blessed birthday to my natural sister today, Latisse. Yes, sending love out and peace and grace and just a whole bunch of love out to you today in Jesus' name. So, yeah, uh, this is Speak Life, and this is your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee. So I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting you up and your whole household, beloved. Yes, in the name of Jesus, lifting us up in the name of Jesus. I am lifting the kingdom family. Worldwide. I can I can go as long as I want to go. Okay. As long as I do it decently in an order, right? So I'm lifting up the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. Lifting you up, Lord. Yes, we're lifting up each other in the name of Jesus, lifting up children worldwide. And I'm lifting up the body. I'm lifting up the grateful in heart. I'm with, lifting up the praisers, the worshipers. I'm lifting up all of those that usher us in, in the name of Jesus, yes. And just call the, the, the spirit of the Lord in the room, in the name of Jesus. So I thank you. I thank you for your service. So, Father, we come right now, Lord God. Lord, you know, I can't do this. I need you, and I, I need strength. Lord, and I pray for strength for the listener, the hearer. I pray for strength for the body. I pray for strength, Lord, and I thank you in the name of Jesus because you are good. God is good. And I pray we see the good in all circumstances and situations, even when it don't look like there's no good. If we love you and we are called according to your purpose, then there is a good. So I ask that you turn this anything around that is evil, dark, not pleasing, that you turn around so we can see the good. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that everything spiritually and flesh is bind up and cast away. Cast away into the pit of hell from which it came in Jesus' name. So, good afternoon. So, um, go get your heart back. Go get your heart back. Go get your heart back. There's so many that are broken. And you know what? Now that I'm mentioning this, why it always either my eye or my nose? What's going on? You know, now that um, I'm mentioning this, you know, we're coming out of a horrible, horrible couple of years of brokenness. So it's easy to be broken. But when we don't be renewed and regroup, when we are just burdened down, when we're just burning down, oh, I turned to uh, Elizabeth. Okay, well, maybe Elizabeth got something for us to say. Okay, so 
But when we just stay there, we're just burdened down. We are burdened down. Um, I just really, today, I just came to encourage. I just came to encourage because it's late. And, um, you know, my, my neighbors are not the nicest people. So I really came to encourage somebody. I seriously came to encourage somebody um, because we are burdened down. And many of us was burdened down before 2020 came. We was just not not walking in joy. Sometimes it's it's from servitude because I didn't know that was my, my case. I didn't know. But we got to get up from the pool of Bethesda. We have to get up from the pool of Bethesda. It's only temporary. Now, it's easy to say when you're not the person going through what somebody else is going through. I understand that to a certain extent. And then I may be, I may be ignorant to it. I don't know. But I know when I've gone through grief, especially, I couldn't understand how the whole world was still going on. And here, you know, somebody that I love have gone on. But I'm learning this thing. I'm learning that... God, you know, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. You're like, how, how am I supposed to do that? Because he has a whole heart. The flesh. The flesh is like, whoa. It's those times we really got to go into the covert. It's those times we really have to go in the hedge. It's those times that we really got to go in prayer. We really got to dig. We really have to encourage others, encourage ourselves, and fellowship. We really have to fellowship. We really... When we start to isolate ourselves, sometimes we have to go through that because some of us, that's how we regroup. We, we digress. I know I'm one of those people. I have, to, I have to really digest what's happening to me or what's happening around me. But we can't stay there. We cannot. It's always somebody coming to sharpen. It's always somebody coming to sharpen. And I'm praying that this is an encouragement I'm praying this is an encouragement because I have people very close to me that are broken and have been broken for years, for years, and just refuse healing. Basically, too, they don't know Christ. So, but even those in the faith, sometimes that's not tangible enough. You know, sometimes it's not. But we have to, it's like we have to rehearse Faith comes by hearing, hearing of the word of God. So we have to keep rehearsing in our hearing what God says. So I was coming on here because I really want to encourage. I really want to encourage. There's been someone I've been trying to encourage for a few years. Um, and it it's hard when you don't have hope because you don't have Christ. So you don't have hope and you don't really know love. Because you don't have Christ. Because Christ is the love of God. God is love. And it's, 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 but to see that so much of our time, which is precious, is wasted on hopelessness and wasted on grief and wasted on the betrayal and wasted on, and I know for the majority of my childhood, my young adult, my, my getting close to, you know, it was wasted carrying that that luggage in that baggage. And so when God, well, he releases us 
you want to share this with other people because sometimes we've been carrying stuff so long. That's why we're like camels. We've been carrying those humps. And, and you ever seen a camel with the hump wrong? It's, I've seen that. And I'm like, that's not supposed to be like that. But when we are carrying and we're being burden bearers, we're being burden bearers when Jesus is, unfortunately, he's our burden bearer. And so we, we're carrying these things, whatever it is, we're carrying it and it's too heavy. And there's a word, there's a um, song now, um, leave it at the cross. There's a Christian song, leave it at the cross. And, you know, we're carrying burdens. We're carrying burdens. We're carrying burdens that's too heavy. It's too heavy. And guess what? The enemy don't care. That's when he's going to come or, or in, the, in the form of a he or she or an it. It's going to come and it's just going to beat because that's the perfect opportunity for an enemy. That's the perfect opportunity for an enemy. So, okay. So verse 25 of Matthew 11. At that time, At that time, Jesus, the word of God, the Lord, answered. Why do we have to be cloudy? Like, why? Why do we have to be cloudy? We don't have to be cloudy. Okay. 2020 vision now, right? Still, I'm a little iffy with that. But anyway, so it says, and at that time, Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, answered and said, Jesus answered, God says so. The word, throughout the word, God talks. Throughout the word, God talking. God, God talks to us. Okay. The word came. Okay. So it says, but I thank thee. I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Because you have hid these things from the wise and the prudent. Which those words basically almost mean the same, right? And have revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. Lord, I need your help with this in the name of Jesus. Don't let me say anything that is not pleasing in your sight. You know who's here in Jesus' name. All things are delivered unto me, unto the word of God, the Lord, of my Father, or from my Father, right? And no man knows the Son, or the Word, or the Lord, but the Father. Neither knows any man the Father, save or except the Son, or the Word, or the Lord. And he to whomsoever the Son, or the Word, or the Lord, will reveal him, the Father. It says, come unto me, come unto the Word of God. Come to the Lord. We have to come. And the bride say, come. And the church says, come. And he that is a thirst, come. Okay. He says, come unto me. All you. It doesn't matter how many of us come at the same time. It doesn't matter how many of us come at the same time. 
It does not matter what the burden is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you came twice today, three times. If you was there all day, didn't even leave his side. The bride still says, come. The spirit of God says, come. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it says here, come unto me. Come to the Lord. Come to the word of God. All you that labor and are heavy laden. And I, the word of God, the Lord, will give you rest. We have to really understand this spiritually. Because depend on where life hit us. It's a struggle sometimes for many, maybe not for all. So when we come to the Lord, he will give us rest because all the promises of God are yay, amen. But a lot of times, those are the times we don't want to, we don't want to hear. We don't want to hear no spiritual, no holy. We don't want to hear that. But that's our only way of release and relief. So for those that are in the world, they don't have an outlet. This is how alcohol and drugs and sex and shopping and eating or not eating. This is, it's a, a pressure, depression, oppression, suppression, you know. So this is how we end up with pressure. And then that pressure is too much for our bodies or our minds. And, you know, this is how other spirits creep in. The loss of the mind, the body breaking down because now these other Spirits have access and an entrance point because there's a breach in the spirit. So it says, and I, the Lord, the world, the word, not the world, the word will give you rest. He'll give it to us. Peace that passes our understanding because he's the prince of peace. It says, take my yoke. Now, this is not even always easy. I mean, it's just not. Well, I know for me personally, it hasn't always been easy, especially this year. I really struggled and the Lord really showed me where I really was. And I was struggling. I was struggling. It was a lot of warfare. It was a lot of weight. It, and I still had to come on and do ministry and and just suck it up and encourage. And it was it was it felt like a breaking point was happening this year last year too but last year I thought was whoa but this year has really been heavy okay and so it's not that I'm coming here and say it is it once I, I had to make up my mind to praise I had to force myself because flesh and spirit war and my flesh was seriously upset my flesh was upset so I had to really press in to really press in to worship the Lord and to study and to hear what the Lord was saying to me because I was I was wrestling with that angel that dark angel at night I was wrestling with the angel even in the daytime it's just you know I was just wrestling and so it's not always easy but it can be if we've made up our mind, like Daniel said, he hadn't made up his mind. 
he was not going to defile himself. So even with all this stuff coming at him, even he knew the lion's den was in front of him. Like I was fighting and kicking against the lion's den. I'm not going in there. I'm not, you know, one foot in and one foot. I was just like, no, you can't take me alive. Lord, why? You know, instead of just going in the lion's den and knowing God was there with me, I wasn't trying to do it. Yeah, I found that I was straight punk with the um, lion's den. I wasn't, I wasn't happy about the lion's den. And God kept sending me the word, the lion's den. I'm like, no, mm -mm, I don't want to go in that lion's den now. No, no. But, you know, it doesn't matter if you kick and scream because you're going to go in there anyway. So just get it together. Or guess what? Okay, you bypassed it this time, but it's further up down the world because you should be more mature now to be able to handle going in there. So Lord, forgive me. Yes, have mercy upon me. So it says, take my yoke upon you. Take my yoke. This, this, what puts us together, what brings us together. And the main thing, um, the cross looks like a yoke. Okay, so, I mean, I was, you know, take this yoke um, upon you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I mean, I'm thinking about that. And the yoke looked like part of the cross. So, um... Mm -hmm. A wooden cross piece that is fastened over the neck of two animals and attached to plow or cart that they are to pull. And, yeah, that's, yeah. A harness, a collar. Yeah. So it says, take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. We have to, you know, once we really get a practice, we start practicing in our life to study. One, one point I can say at times when I'm going through and I don't want to study. I don't. However, scripture is constantly popping, popping, popping. And... Some of them I was playing tennis, and I was, you know, but have to get to that point where I know where my health is, my help and my health is. I know where my help, and you have to know when you're rustling higher than you because we, we don't rustle against flesh and blood. And so when those scriptures come, I know that I'm rustling something spiritual that's trying to bind me up. And that now will get me to fighting because I realize, no, if I, I can't let this thing consume me or devour me. Fear comes with torment. So when you're going through something and you don't understand how this situation is going to play out and you start feeling, you know, those spirits people call to themselves like anxiety, it's because there's a fear there. There's something that's being feared. And with that being feared, that's why you're becoming anxious because it's a torment. And it's a bondage. Okay, so he says, take my yoke. Take the word of God's yoke, the Lord's yoke, upon you and learn of him. Learn of the Lord. Okay, in the name of Jesus. For I am, for I the Lord, the word of God am, or I am the Lord, the word of God. Either way, meek and lowly in heart. He's meek and lowly. Of heart and you shall find rest unto your soul so 
It's like when your soul becomes quiet. That's your inner core. When your soul becomes quiet, low in stature or of importance, humble to a low degree or a low manner, lowly. When when our inner core, that inner man, when we when we throw back that old one that goes through the fear and the anxiety and, and all that pressure, we can start to become in a sound mind and become one with God, even though our flesh is warring back because carnality is anonymity. So when even when we're in certain warfare, we know we've stepped into the flesh because the flesh is warring against the spirit. Yeah, I, I be speak life, man. I be needing. So it says, take my yoke upon you. Take that yoke. Take that. Carry that. Carry that. Be yoked with him. He's walking through this thing with us, and he's carrying the weight. But we are joined together with him. Lord Jesus, thank you. We're, we're, we're joined, so he's that Simon coming when that yoke, when that cross get too heavy. He's that Simon coming to take that, that cross off of your back, but we still got to walk to Galgatha. Okay, still got to go to Galgatha. Take my yoke upon you and learn. Learn. Even in this situation, even in grief, learn something about him, even in grief. Okay, so with that being said, verse, um, verse 2, Isaiah 3, 53, sorry, Isaiah 53, verse 2, for he shall grow up. Or the Lord shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He have no form. So why we see in a body looking like Christ? You know, he has no form nor comeliness. He's, he's not that beautiful. Yeah. So it says, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. No. Jesus shouldn't be sexy and looking at you all sexy and stuff. No, that's, no. He is despised and rejected of men. People, period. But men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He already knows about it. He's, he's gone through it. He grieved over us while we were yet sinners. The Lord was grieving from, from the beginning. He was grieving because he already knew from the beginning we was going to spit, we was going to scorch, we we was going to turn our backs. He already knew from the beginning. So grief, it, it was from the beginning. Okay, it says, And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. This is, this is God we are running from, right? He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Didn't want nothing to do with him. Still, many don't want nothing to do with him. Surely he, surely the Lord, have borne or carried our griefs, yoked our griefs, and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, 
want them want him beat down and he's carrying everything for us wow hmm. yet we did esteem him stricken smitten struck by god and afflicted tormented tortured beaten striped but jesus was wounded for our transgressions he jesus was bruised for our inequities the chastisement of our peace of rachel carlene's peace and your peace put your name there was upon him jesus and with jesus stripes his stripes with jesus stripes we rachel carlene renee whoever you are we are healed one said um peter says we were it's already it's already done we are healed all we like sheep have gone astray all of us all of us slumbered and slept and we have turned everyone to his own way and the lord have laid on him the inequity of us all we needed to hear this because sometimes we're carrying these griefs and these angers and these these spirits and we've done them too we've done them too and he's carried it for all of us and from all of us and when we can't release it when we can't release it we're carrying something he's already carried for us we're carrying it twice and and making him carry it he's already carried it for us it's hard to comprehend um we have turned everyone to his own way verse 6 of isaiah 53 and the lord have laid on him the inequity of us all he was oppressed that pressure he was oppressed and was and he was afflicted jesus was oppressed and jesus was afflicted yet he jesus opened not his mouth he jesus is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb so he the lord jesus opened not his mouth he, the Lord Jesus, was taken from prison and from judgment. Prison and judgment for us. And we, no, and who shall declare his generation? For he, the Lord Jesus, was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was Jesus stricken. And he, Jesus, and he, Jesus, made his grave. Jesus made his own grave. Because he's the Lord. He made everything. But it says, he, Jesus, he made his own grave from the for, because of the people he came to reconcile back to God that refused to receive him because he so loved the world. But the world is not going to receive Christ. And even those that receive Christ, 
put still spit on him before we receive Christ. And even those that receive Christ still struggle to receive Christ after we receive Christ. So there's many of us that, you know, we say we receive Christ, but we still kicking them and spitting on them because we refuse to come into alignment with him. And so that's why the word said, put them on the cross twice. And, and we don't really, it's like, it's a security knowing that he's already bared it for us. So why are we doing it again? And, and it's, it's, it's double. We're doing the things that he healed us from and delivered us from that he came for. And yet we think is, I thank God Jesus went on the cross, but we're not even excusing evil. We're entertaining evil every day throughout the day. We're teaching evil. We're eating evil. We're repeating evil. We are living out evil knowing that he was tortured. He was stripped. He was everything for us. But it's like we, uh, many of us believe we could just enjoy this life knowing he was the middle person for us. And, and I mean, there's things just human nature we do. Because we the we lust in the flesh and and if we're not walking in the spirit, there's a lot of things we're going to fall into. But to know that God suffered for us, and He's watching us, He's hearing us, and He's watching us, and we're making these choices knowing that He bled for us. But it's that hardness in the heart. It's the hardness of the heart, even with knowing it, for us not to want to submit and subject. Because, you know, you got too much life ahead of you to be a Christian and to be walking up straight and to be holy. But holiness came and died for us to be holy. And this is why, like, especially with a year like 2020, 2020, 2019, 2018, because they were snatching people and doing all kinds of stuff all over the place. And, but to know that death is knocking on doors like that, and we're not scared. We're not scared enough. We didn't go through enough with 2020. We did not. And we're not scared enough. That's amazing. That's amazing. But it says, it says he was uh, taken from prison and from judgment and who shall declare his generation for he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people was he stricken and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Hey, New York, good evening to you, beloved. How you doing? Sending grace, peace, and love multiplied to you and your household in the name of Jesus. Yeah, tell Furby I said hi. So it says, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. 
And when you, I'm in verse 10 of Isaiah 53. And when thou, when you shall make, and when thou shall make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. Oh, he shall see his seed. Okay. Um, his word, his seed, his children. He shall see his seed. Uh, he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail or labor of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear the, their inequities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he have poured out his soul unto death. I was in uh, Hebrews, but anyway, okay. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. So while we were yet sinners, he was making intercession. So I was in Hebrews, and because the... Uh, mention of death, poured out his soul to death. This is the thing. In the flesh, God had to make himself lower than the death angel. He had to submit himself unto death for all of us. And so that means in the flesh, because it tells us, I've gone way off but it's okay um it tells us where was i lord where was i must have been like hebrews 2 but i found that interesting and for that word to come so for him to come for us he it says it right here it says i'm not gonna even look back i'm just gonna start from the scripture but we see Jesus. Oh, I don't know when they cut off. Okay. It says, but we see Jesus, the Lord, the word, who was made a little lower. So God is like military. God is military. What, the volume is going off? Or Furby is going off? So uh, God is military, right? It says, but we see Jesus. We see the word of God. We see the Lord. Okay. Who, Jesus, the Lord, was made a little lower than the angels. God himself made himself go a little lower than one of his creation. Okay. Oh, I'm going off. Okay. I see your, your thing is flicking too. So it says... But we see Jesus who was made, who was made a little lower than the angels for, or because for the suffering of death. So in the flesh, that was a part he had to submit. Um, it says, crowned with glory and honor that he by grace of God should taste death for every man. So it's like to divide.
about to taste death. So he, God had to submit himself to death, to death, to save his creation. And we take it so for granted. But God had to submit himself. Submit himself. I think it's in Romans or something. Um, he had to submit himself unto death. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that. He had to submit himself unto death. Yeah. Philippians. I got all these bookmarks in. Philippians. Um, Philippians 2. It says. Uh, verse 5. Let this mind be in you. In us. Which was also in Christ Jesus. The word of God. The Lord. Who. Christ Jesus. The word of God. The Lord. Being in the form of God. Actually, actually, I don't even know how I got here. Okay, kind of. But I was saying, get back your heart. I can't talk about get back your heart from all these things that we, we give our heart to. It could be grief. Um, it could be betrayal. And so I went into where I prayed, and then God showed me in Isaiah 53, or showed us, how Jesus went through the same things we went through. So when I read death, because that's one of the biggest, biggest hurdles for us is when somebody, many times, not everybody, but when somebody crosses over, okay? So that's one of the things that steal our hearts is, is, is grief. Grief, we can shut down for grief. Um, but Jesus taking the keys because the church shall prevail, Okay. Because it's, okay, ooh, uh, it's going to take me someplace. So let me do this first. Okay, so it says, um, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, made himself of no reputation, which we struggle with. Because we want to be superstars with the Bible. But he didn't come for a reputation. But we want to be well known. We want to be well known. We, we, we do. But mm -mm. he didn't have to make himself a reputation. And we don't either. We don't. But anyway. It says, took upon him, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, took upon him the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men and being found in the fashion or being found in the likeness of man, he, the Lord, God himself, the word of God, humbled himself and became obedient unto death. So the spirit of death, the Lord had to become obedient to the spirit he created. He created the spirit of death and he had to submit 
he had to be obedient. He had to, he had to be obedient unto death, even death of the cross, which is a curse. So all these things that we go through, it is, God already knows because he has literally, he is the only person in the form of man and God that bared everything. So these things that come and lock our hearts where we can't give our hearts to God, imagine at one time, at one time, he was nailed to it because it's his word. He created these things. And so he had to pay the price because he's the creator of these things. And this is the only, it can only be done by God because God is the one that created everything. So he has to pay the price for it. And so he's on the cross nailed with every sickness, every disease, every vile thing, every perversion. He He's on the cross with everything that is not holy. Yeah. So at that time, death could come upon him because he had to submit himself to the creature he created. And, and, and that's what the cross did. We're spitting on who created us, even in our lives now, because we're still spitting on Christ. And and and, and, and this is why me and these we, me and these Bibles, because how can we correct God? How can we, this is a new living this and this is a no, 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 no. No, God is eternal. So how can I then say, I'm going to write a new living form of God being the creature? How can the creature correct God? How can the creature make a new form of what God has said? How can the creature teach the creature better than the creator? Because people are, are, are piercing these Bibles because they're trying to help man, right? But God created man created he he allowed his word create man but now man is going to come and say i'm going to help you out god i'm going to break it down for man no instead of man getting closer to god putting down those things that's blocking us from god blocking wisdom wisdom say seek her early so many don't want to seek her early so what they do they go get a, a watered down virgin version version from the creature about the creator talking about you got revelation because somebody else opened up the bible which we know they're out of the will of god for doing it because he said you are accursed if you add to or take away from his word so he has done everything for us even those watered down bibles are on the cross every sin everything and him doing this he still had to submit himself under death to defeat death. He had to submit himself under death to defeat death so that every person won't die. Every person, because death had the right because of that disobedience, because the wages of sin is still death. So disobedience is a sin. So now God has to take on this, he has to take on this. Right, right, right. Death, yes. It's in the power 
of the tongue, the power of the tongue. So, okay, then I'm going to close. I'm going to close because I'm so far off it. But when, when okay, say, say, okay, the, the thing of false prophecy. False prophecy means that you're prophesying something God did not say. False teaching means you're not in the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, that's good right there. Jesus had to speak death to himself. That's good. I don't know. You know, you gave me something to think about. Um, but it's like, you know, I didn't lost track reading that. So it's like, Everything that we have done was on the cross. Everything. Everything that we have done is on the cross. So God then got all of this on him. That's why it turned dark. Because sin had covered up the light. Okay? Sin had covered up the light. He showed us in the garden. Adam, where art thou? So once Adam was in disobedience... His spirit was no longer clean because now disobedience, because disobedience is a sin. So this is the thing. Now death says, oh, the accuser of the brethren, the devil knows, oh, the same serpent. Oh, so they did eat of the fruit. So now what you're going to do? The same man you created now have sin. So if I'm cast out, they got to be cast out because that's the law of God. And God is no respecter of persons. So guess what? They were cast out because the the garden represents heaven. They had everything. They had everything. So now God, already knowing this is going to happen, this is why you get a lineage. Because really think about it. God could have easily let Eve and Adam have a couple of children and then God come right on the spot right there. Bam, I didn't save man again. No. But it's, it's like a lineage. We go through all these generations just to get to Jesus when it could have, God could have easily. But God has a law and he has to abide by his law because he could easily, Eve could have easily been wiped out. Eve could have easily, if Adam didn't, Eve could have easily been wiped out. But due to the fact, they're one. They're one. They're one. And so the enemy knows. He knows. Because, see, Eve got to bring birth to whatever comes through Adam. So if the sin is in Adam flesh, then the sin is going to be in the seed. And the sin is going to be deposited in the egg. And so God has to now, he has to, he has to correct this. And the only way is through him. Because it's his word. It's his word. He already knew. God already knew. And he's just. He don't, he's not, he's not into trickery. He gotta do it. But he it was already, he already knew. He knew the serpent was in the garden. He already knew. He already knew. But the enemy knows I'm a fallen foe. So guess what? That man is falling. So guess what? And and when you when you really studied that Adam got kicked out of the garden yeah yeah he did but where was the serpent because it don't say the serpent was it don't say that 
blessing. So whatever we are going through, God himself has gone through it too. So this is why we got to give our hearts back to him because there is no excuse. There's no excuse we can have why he don't have our heart. It's a struggle. But lay it down at his feet because he is responsible for his children. He showed us he's responsible for his creation when he was willing to die for us. Yeah. God that has no end and no beginning. Yeah. Was willing to put himself in flesh and die for us. But thank God he raised himself. He had the power to lay down his life and he has the power to pick it up. Yeah. You know what? That came to me too. But I don't know how that worked. I don't know how that worked. But sin is on the cross. I mean, suicide is on the cross. Suicide is on the cross too. I just don't know how it worked. Because there's no possible chance for repentance. But I don't know how it works. But I know that's on the cross too. Because there's nothing that's not on the cross. Everything was on the cross. But everyone is not going to receive him, even though he's already taken on whatever we could possibly do. But the word also says sins that are past. So we can't just keep going on sinning, talking about it's on the cross. Mm -mm, not when you come into the knowledge. Yeah. Love you, girl. Girl, you make me grow. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You have a blessed evening. Yeah. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You make me grow and just be like, I love it because I don't want to stay the same. Mm-mm. We go from faith to faith, glory to glory. You have a blessed evening. Love you, Furby, and all of you guys in the name of Jesus. Peace.